Anyway, how you want to run this? <laughs> Actually, I don't even really have. I never even met notes. We just have like, a chat. All right, we just have like, a chat. At this point, like, we just have like, a talk. Things. Anything happen, just happen. Hi, everyone. My name is Tiana. And I'm Ashley. And this is Wonga Girl, the podcast, your favorite Caribbean food podcast. Welcome back. I feel like we should have like a section where there's like a huge applause after you said that. <laughs> Just bear clap, bear clap. Oh my god. But yes, yeah, so we hope you're doing well. Hope you tuned in to episode one for season two. Yeah. This is what episode two, right? Yeah, this is episode two. So we're back and back again. Uh, back again, like Casey. Casey. <laughs> Big up Casey anyway today. Alright, so on today's episode, long story short, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the diversity of or menus, lack thereof. Or lack thereof of Jamaican restaurant menus. Alright, no, so this episode was inspired by a tweet made by Boya Things. Big up Boya Things, big up Boya Things podcast, you know, Jamaican podcasters out here. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, a while back, uh, Boya Things made a tweet that said, Restaurants here lack Bijan. Metad fisi chicken and shrimp Alfredo. <laughs> God no do, metad fisi it too. But, you know, it got me thinking, and of course, once I am thinking, I message Ashley same time, and it got Ashley thinking, and we decided, you know, why not talk about it for an episode. So let's start off with Ashley. What's your favorite restaurant in? Why would you put me on Kingston? the spot like that? Because uh, I always put you on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite restaurant in Kingston? When you say restaurant, are we talking fine dining or are we just? Uh, yeah, like your favorite place to go out that you wouldn't necessarily go all the time. Go out all the time. Um, definitely Regency restaurant. Really? Yeah, the food areas. I've never had a bad experience. Obviously, I don't get to go there often because mm-hmm. it's so expensive. Um, and then probably next to that, I would say Cellar Eight. I enjoy every experience I've had at Cellar Eight. Is there is there something that you is there a dish at Cellar Eight and at Regency that stands out to you? Like, if you had to recommend a dish to someone, what would it be? I don't know about Regency, but them have a cream of pumpkin soup. It bad. If I'm craving pumpkin soup, that is the first place I think about. From Regency, it's very, very, very nice. Um, from Cellar Eight, I like their pasta. Um, I've had <laughs> the flatbread there. Flatbread is good. The the crab dip mm-hmm. is very nice, mm-hmm. and the sliders are good. So yeah. you know, Cellar Eight have a very nice variety. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. say I will go there for just one thing because I've had several things. They have a very nice burger as well. Yeah, and then there's this, uh, there's this uh, creamy salmon thing them do. I I don't remember what the name of it is, but it's also very nice. And their bread pudding is also very nice. Mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. eaten there quite a few times. I just realized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say as well, Cellar Eight is also up there for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had a bad seller eight experience. I also really love tea tree. Yes. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. that's like my place. I love tea tree. Well, I, I don't feel like I know your order tea tree. Yeah, because it's the same yeah. thing every time. It is it's a smoked marlin. The smoked marlin crepe with, with the, capers and pepper jelly and the, the mint of. 
frozen lemonade. Frozen mint lemonade, yes. So those 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 restaurants for me, I don't identify them with pasta. Maybe cellar aid because mm-hmm. cellar aid pasta is nice. It's <laughs> nice. It's very good. But, but it's also different from a lot of pastas that I've had or seen in Kingston. Yeah. But save all that to say there is definitely more out there than just pasta of course but there is a hundred percent validity to what boya things is saying Mm -hmm. because when people talk about going out like i don't know why jamaicans Jamaicans. why kingstonians love i don't know there's a shuffle alfredo so much alfredo have them by by the neck i don't know what it is and i realize that people will gravitate towards pasta at every single restaurant they go and every time they go out their idea of going out is going out and having pasta and i don't understand why yeah i don't know if it's because personally i'm not that crazy about pasta where and also my rule is i'm not gonna go out and order something that can make at home Mm -hmm. so i'm not gonna always go out unless i'm craving the pasta they're not different but i realize that it's a thing where you go into a new restaurant and the first thing you're going to do is eat the pasta. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, I'm not going to lie. I used to be like that. Mm-hmm. I used to be like an Alfredo person. This was probably back in high school when mm-hmm. I never have no sense. And my taste buds were just... <laughs> but... <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen the face you made a while ago. Oh my God. But um, yeah, I used to be the person that like anywhere I went, it was Alfredo. Because I, I do like Alfredo. Mm-hmm. If I was to choose a favorite pasta, it would be Alfredo. I don't really like tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we know I'm, this. I'm not a big fan. We know so, this from season from season one. Yeah. So I do like to, I do like Alfredo. Um I do like a good shrimp chicken Alfredo, sorry. Um but I realize that I've gone to the point now where I'm like the same thing with you. If I can make it at home, why am I gonna make why am mm-hmm. I gonna order it when I go out? But at the same time, I am yet to make an alfredo that tastes the same as some of my favorite alfredos That's true. out mm-hmm. for instance if i feel like i have a feel for alfredo now and if i feel for alfredo i definitely want the blackened chicken alfredo from tji really? yeah or oh, that's true i've heard you say that before or I'll want the Alfredo from Jamaica Liquor Warehouse. They do a really good Alfredo. And that one is really nice because Brandy can have it because they do it in coconut milk as well. So there's a lactose-free version and it tastes just as good. It doesn't taste the same, obviously, Mm. but it tastes just as good. Like I would have it. Well, I think I've seen it being mentioned, um, the Liquor Warehouse pasta. And I mean, when I think about it, I've had good pasta in Kingston. Mm-hmm. Best pasta I've had, not just Alfredo, was at um, that Italian restaurant in Oce, Evita's. Mm-hmm. Best pasta I've had. But it's, it's different. And I feel like when people talk about pasta, the first thing that comes to mind is definitely the Alfredo. Yeah. And we have so many different places in Kingston where you can get it. And what I've noticed is that nowhere tastes the same. Yeah. So that's true. Nine times out of ten, if I'm craving pasta and I want a quick pasta, I go CPG and buy it. And oh, I'm TJ Alfred yeah, is also not bad. Um, and it's it quick, it's not that expensive, and it's like something I can just get for lunch quickly, you know. And it, the only one that tastes similar to it is the one I've tried at Tracks, but the one I've had at Cellar 8 is so much different. 
and what's funny is that I prefer the one at Cellar 8 because it's different mm -hmm. versus somebody who loved the creamy pasta at like a South Avenue. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But all of that still come back to the fact that people just love or always gravitate towards Alfredo. Yes. And I think because of that, people will think that the only thing that Jamaica considers, or Kingston for that matter, considers fine dining is Alfredo pasta. Is Alfredo. Which is not true because I've seen so many varieties on menus, but people just don't buy. Yeah. To be honest, I feel like in general, Jamaicans, I would love somebody to do a study. I think we like <laughs> dairy. I think we love dairy. I think there must be some sort of genetic draw towards dairy because everybody want ice cream on a sunday clearly everybody loves liquor alfredo is it a genetic draw or is that well at least for the sunday ice cream or that's just like a cultural practice that we've seen grow growing up because i don't remember ever getting to my big age and just starting the ice cream trend i remember sunday ice cream from a little bit of picnic yeah, when my dad yeah, with my yeah. parents so it's not a noting and the same thing with my parents them no sunday ice cream so i feel like that is like a cultural practice that we've all just had but would we consider dairy on a whole a part of that no i let me tell you why i would consider dairy on a whole a part of that i don't ever remember a time in my life where dairy was not on my supermarket list that's true if any any typical jamaican who goes to the supermarket is going to buy a carton of milk and it's usually cow's milk because it's a more affordable one. They're going to buy some sort of cheese, whether it's sliced cheese or the little black tasty mm. cheese or the little white cheese that and wrap up. Buy butter. And they're going to buy butter. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like we are ju we just like dairy. Where we we just eat a lot of dairy. And so then, given that, I'm not surprised then that so many people do like Alfredo. And to add to that point, I think we also really love carbs. Yes. Jamaican people love carbs. We're very carby. Like we're very carby people. We're very starchy people. Yeah. And I feel like we don't have a complete meal or we don't consider it a complete meal unless it's a whole lot of carbs, a whole lot of starch, yeah. like putting us in a food coma yeah. afterwards. Yeah. And when the more I think about it, the rea I realize that barring the fact that across menus and this is not me presenting my opinion but this is a fact alfredo is one of the on the cheaper side of most menus yes. versus yes. when you look at like ribs and pork chops yes. and um whatever else for sure and on top of it you get a bargain for your buck yeah it's i was, a whole I was lot just of gonna food. say it's not even just alfredo pasta pasta on a whole pasta on a whole like pasta as just like raw pasta like without any sauce without mm -hmm. any whatever it's generally cheap Mm -hmm. It's generally cheap. And when you think of like what is in a restaurant that's generally cheap, it's usually a carb. What can you do with rice? Not much. Steam it. You can't do much with <laughs> rice other than Steam make it. rice. <laughs> and when you make rice, it's a side. Many, many Jamaicans aren't going to look at rice and think, mm, this is a main main dish. Let me just put this stuff and this will be a main show. Except for Chinese food. So you have like a cheap, you have cheap rice, okay, that cannot be the star of the show. What is the alternative? Pasta. Pasta. Because pasta is pretty cheap, especially when you're not making it in a restaurant, which is... Because you buy pre-made. Let's be real. A lot of Jamaican restaurants are not they making don't make fresh pasta. pasta. They're mm -hmm. not making in-house pasta. I don't know any restaurant that will actually say fresh pasta made in-house. Yeah. Maybe the Italian restaurant. I wouldn't be surprised if Evita's does, mm -hmm. have, does make in-house pasta. Um, I've never been to Evita's, unfortunately. You but should go. It's very I do nice. want to go. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think a lot of restaurants probably buy pasta in bulk. 
and the penne pasta and the linguine is, yeah and the penne is, i mean pasta is cheap and it's filling but and i think jamaica has a culture of belly you need, full. you need your belly for full and i mean that's a bad thing <laughs> at the end of the day yeah jamaicans definitely want the biggest bang for their buck that way make them belly buck and you know what's funny just to add to like some more facts to the conversation there's this term um called utility in um economics and utility just refers to the satisfaction that you get from consuming something mm-hmm. and what they do is that they link utility to demand and also to price mm-hmm. so what they're saying is the more utility you get is the more you're going to demand and it's the more money you're willing to spend so if jamaicans are extremely satisfied and fulfilled by this pasta then that is what they're going to demand that's the more that they're right, going to consume right. which comes back to the tweet right because the tweet starts with the restaurants here lack like vision and to be honest i mean i don't work in the restaurant industry directly um, I've never worked in a kitchen. I have mm. spoken to some chefs, some local chefs. And I will say it's not that they lack vision. It is that it come down mm. to demand. Yeah, you're not going to present something to a crowd that is not going to buy it. Right. And pe- people want pasta. It's that safe thing. Everybody likes, everybody, let me tell you, everybody know how pasta tastes. You know why? Because they can make it at their yard. So everybody, before, when you go to a restaurant, you already know that this is probably going to taste good. Because you know how to make it at your house. Your mother know how to make it. Nine times out of ten, somebody going to a restaurant ha- already has a preconceived notion of what pasta is going to taste like because they've had it already. already. It's mm. not a new food. And so, a lot. And Jamaicans don't like change. They so don't like what change. I was going to say to you is that what I realize is a lot of people do, which is very different from what you and I would do because we're very adventurous with food. They would pick the safe thing on the menu so yeah. if they go to a new place in my mind i do this for when i go into a new cook shop mm-hmm. so i if it's the first time i go in i go order fried chicken because in my head if you mess up the fried chicken i can't order anything else off of the mm-hmm. menu because it's mm-hmm. have to be the easiest thing maybe that's what they do with the pasta but yeah. then it's different because they go to a new restaurant and say ah let me try the pasta because the pasta safe but then they continuously buy the pasta yeah <laughs> because then i think it's like you you try the pasta because the pasta safe and you realize that the pasta tastes good so you just keep buying the pasta i don't like that because the pasta tastes good and you know that every time you go the pasta is going to taste good so i mean i really do think i honestly think that chefs in jamaica who are committed to their craft who love cooking i genuinely think they would love to go outside of the box they would love to develop more dishes and they would love to get experimental yeah, and stuff I, but I, I is, is is the market open to that a lot <laughs> of the market is not open to an experimental dining experience i do agree with that but there's the part of the tweet that says restaurants like diversity i don't agree with it 100 percent because you and i have been to so many restaurants and we don't even look at pasta and yeah. we've had so many yeah. different things at different restaurants i was even explaining to somebody the other night that you and i went to brunch at broken plate it was very lovely and we had like shrimp and grits we had lobster well and we had I, so many new things i want to bring up that i want to bring up that because i thought that that menu was great mm-hmm. and i have been telling people that i think it's so happy I I think it's so good what Broken Plate is trying to do where the menu does not look the same every week. Mm -hmm. It's different. Chef Stewie is doing his damn thing. He's doing God's work over there. It's so good. 
he is experimenting and i'm so glad that the owners of broken plates are giving the space mm-hmm. to be creative in the kitchen however i have had people dm me on wanga girl to tell me more than once too to tell me that they think that broken plate is doing too much with their brunch menu and they don't like it so you see it comes Why back stay to, so? it comes Why back to stay it. so what is wrong it, with you know? there is such a small minority a small minority of people who are willing to step outside of the box and taste different things and as a business you cannot cater yeah, to the minority no. you cannot do that you cannot do it unless it's like you're in a niche market and you know and you, and you have a niche and you have a that niche audience a dependable niche audience that keep there the is floating. no way there is no way that you can get up and decide to deviate from what the, the majority of your audience is doing. And I, I do I do see the merit in that because you are for instance we posted you posted all those pictures from when we went to brunch mm-hmm. and I'm sure we went that Saturday and somebody sitting with me like Jano one girl was at broken plate and this is how the menu look let me see if I can go because the food look good I want order what you had mm-hmm. and then them go and obviously it's a different menu mm-hmm. than the experience but had they been more open to trying new things then yeah you're gonna be a little disappointed but then at, at the end of the day you're gonna be like but i got to try some new things and i think it's very cool that they're doing this because mm-hmm. um i know that since crew came on the new management they did a lot of tweaking to the menu and they tried to introduce some new things yeah and i love when restaurants change their menus i feel like not too much change meaning because you have people who come there as your regulars and they look out for certain things and that's yeah. what they want yeah but you change up the menu every now and again and you take off some things you put on new things and what i realized is i went to dinner last week saturday night i went to south avenue grill and everybody knows what south avenue is famous for that pasta the big dirty pasta let me tell you it's so if you literally buy that that's breakfast lunch and dinner and maybe breakfast when i was at when i was working um after undergrad shade and i would buy one pasta split it for lunch and then she'd carry on the rest and after we eat the lunch man it's bed it's yeah. bedtime because it's so much food and i personally i'm very intimidated by portions like that i'm gonna be turned off i think it's unappetizing but everybody have them own thing and people love the pasta there mm-hmm. personally i'm not that crazy for it one i'm not that crazy for pasta and two i don't think it's that special mm-hmm. so obviously i didn't order the pasta and i realized first of all it was packed i never expected to see so many people and i opted to go to dinner early to avoid the crowd and when i went it was just ransacked you know, they preempt you and tell you what they don't have on the menu at the mm-hmm. time. And it had me thinking, I was like, you know what's funny? They've never once come out and said them do have pasta. Yeah. Like, because they, this is something that they cater for. They know that people are coming yeah. to have pasta. And I'm sure yeah. that other restaurants know this as well. Yeah, that's been true. To, if you go to a restaurant, they'll be like, we don't have the steak. We don't have no ribs. We, we don't, don't have, have no ribs, salmon. It's da, 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 not, we have no you lobster. Never, I actually cannot recall a single time going out and hearing, oh, we don't have the, the pasta. The most you will hear is that if the menu calls for spaghetti they probably don't have it and ask you if you want the linguine yeah. instead because they're out of it but they'll yeah. never not have pasta that's true ready and available that's and it's true. funny because like pre-fromage at least um hillcrest mm-hmm. they have two different pastas for dinner and for lunch so they dedicate and are committed to the pasta agenda mm-hmm. um in that sense and i just feel like 
Jamaican people will want the diversity, but how many of them want the diversity? And two, the vast majority is a reason why we still have pasta culture. Yeah. For for and you'd be surprised how many people consider that to be their version of fine dining. That's true. That's true. As you said that, I think it brings us into a more deeper look at it because it's not just demand. It's not just what people want. It's not just oh people like pasta and them just go eat pasta mm -hmm. da, 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 da. no it's deeper than that and i really wanted to touch on it because it boiled down to economics of course as does everything that we talk about here uh, and podcast. capitalism <laughs> <laughs> but it boiled down to economics and as i've been you know becoming an adult and becoming more aware it of sucks, my sucks doesn't it yeah, yeah. but not even just it sucking but becoming more aware of my privileges mm -hmm. um within the jamaican context within jamaican society i've just been i've been realizing that you can't really take things at face value mm -hmm. when you look at how people what people when you look at what people do in this country a lot of you know, you can't look at it at face value because there are so many things influencing what people do what people say what people wear what people choose to consume right and socioeconomics is one of the biggest factors i think especially when it comes down to food choices right let's be real let's be real ashley and i are the minority in this country right people who complain about shrimp alfredo and chicken alfredo being the only things on the menu you're a minority in this country because you can go out enough to complain about to, realize, to complain yeah. about something being being so present on the menu you've gone out enough to, to enough restaurants i mean look at all the places to we know mentioned that, in just this to episode, know that right? right exactly so you have to remember at the end of the day to that as a business you're trying to appeal to mm, the, you're trying to be inclusive you're trying to be inclusive right you're trying to appeal to the widest amount of customers especially when you're not in a high-end luxury industry mm -hmm. you're trying to appeal the, to the most amount of customers so that you can have more sales right and when you think about it in jamaica eating out is still a luxury yep eating out is not commonplace eating out is not something that people do every day and it's not it when i think about the fact that there are some people who save up to be able to go to a nice restaurant for them or, or we can come back to the same argument that was even presented on twitter restaurant week yes people, people save up and look forward to restaurant week and why do they look forward to restaurant week so much because things are cheaper during restaurant right week. right things are cheaper during restaurant week it's a time that offers more in it's a it's a more inclusive mm -hmm. inclusive time um people are able to come and have experiences that they otherwise just would not be able to afford and so when eating out is still a luxury to a lot of consumers consumers in turn are going to stick to what's safe because at the end of the day you don't want to end up dissatisfied and you don't mm -hmm. want to end up wasting your money and you mm -hmm. also don't want to overspend when at the end of the day mm -hmm. this is effort that you're putting out this no. is not something that you're privy to at all exactly times. imagine no imagine imagine you know say is only two times for the year you get to go out to have a nice restaurant your birthday and your partner birthday Jesus. right let's just say that right 
is the one time of the year where you get to put on a nice outfit you have your little heels on you're going out with your boo or with your girls or with your friend them whatever you're going out and you know the spotlight is on you mm-hmm why would you choose to ruin it with a bad, bad meal? meal. Mm. So you stick to what you know. Exactly, you to because it's going to ruin your birthday. It's, you're going to ruin the one chance that you get. You've been saving up to come to this establishment. Mm-hmm. You've always heard all of your friends talking about it. And you say, yeah, finally get to go. You get there. You don't know when you're going to be able to go again. So you just stick to what you know. And it comes back again to what people can also afford mm-hmm. and what how much is pasta on a menu and we all know the general range for pasta and at the end of the day for somebody who can't afford it meaning can't afford it regularly then let's say i'm a guy in university mm-hmm. i meet a girl i want to take her out or i'm a girl and i meet a guy and i want to take him out i want mm-hmm. to treat him to dinner and i can only and i'm I'm trying to afford dinner for two. I asked out this individual. Then what we can afford, let's say him get up and go order steak. Then me go order a pasta. And I'm going to stick to what I know because at the end of the day, it's what I can afford. Yeah. And we have to realize that you said it correctly. Minority versus majority mm-hmm. and socioeconomics that's behind it. Mm-hmm. And one of the determining factors of people going to restaurants is obviously what you can afford. Yeah. It's how much money you have. How much money can I yeah. spend on, on a luxurious dinner this weekend that will not affect me next weekend? Yeah. What are little people enjoy about going out is the experience yeah and it's not just the food. it's not just the food it's yes the, the food is a part of the experience but but it's also the fact that i can dress up and go out it's the fact that i can experience a restaurant that i've seen on social media that i've seen so many people talk about and it, at that point it's not just about what you order it's the fact that you can go yeah and at the end of the day that's what we add one of the things we advocate for on this podcast it's about people being able to participate Mm -hmm. people feeling included Mm -hmm. in an experience that will probably make them feel better about themselves you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if that is what pasta affords you then great yeah right and it's not that i'm not pushing for more diversity because at the end of the day we can find more diverse ways to include people yeah who might not be no, able to 100%. afford the five-star dining experience with you know their budget because you can find alternatives to pasta that cost the same but can award them with the same experience and then you don't exclude the people who genuinely go out because they want to eat pasta yeah because we do have some of those as yeah. well but it's still it's not just about them lacking diversity because there are so many restaurants that do but when I, people, yeah, people to, gravitate towards pasta and yeah. you have to understand why restaurants cater to those who can afford pasta you also you also have to think about what restaurants are you going to of think, course think about when you go to a restaurant and you look at their menu and you say why this have shrimp pasta or why this have alfredo on it why this only have burger on it why this only have chicken finger and fries mm-hmm. think about who their demo who their target market mm-hmm. is think about where they're located think about how much money they've spent on the ambiance the experience think about the experience think about how much money they've spent training their staff for customer service when you're able to look at those things it's sometimes very easy to understand why what is on the menu is on the menu agreed because for instance if you go to a 
fine dining rest if you go to Les Cargo whew, right I've never been but Les I've Cargo is a French restaurant in Discovery Bay mm-hmm. I believe in St. Anne you cannot find Alfredo on anywhere on the Les Cargo menu when you go into Les Cargo you feel like you are in a fine dining establishment the person that someone comes and greets you at the door you're seated you're sitting by candlelight it's a very rustic feel but you know that you're in somewhere where you're not going to spend five thousand dollars if it's two people mm-hmm. right that's what i feel when i go regency minus the there you go regency mm-hmm. is also one of those places so when you go there to me i'm not surprised that alfredo is not on the menu because i feel like for those places their target market is people who can afford more more people who have traveled and so their taste buds have expanded or people who want to travel and And, you know and when you think about it like it really like god you're not going to go into a fine dining restaurant and see chicken fingers on the menu you're just not unless it's a kid's menu unless it's a kid's menu but you're just not and you know i just feel like i don't think i don't agree with the statement that restaurants in jamaica lack vision because a lot of them do have vision and a lot of them are very diverse are you going to the right ones yeah. Are you going to the ones that suit your target, your your budget? Yeah, and if it is that you're looking for more than Alfredo, there are so many places that cater to that. Yeah. And you know what's funny? It, this just randomly came to mind while you were um, talking about that. You know the best burger I've had in Kingston is at Uncourt? Really? When uh, when Chef Stewie was at Uncourt, so there's a burger there. This is the original one by Sovereign North. What was it called again? The Kelly? Where you could add things on it and... And they put like caramelized onions. I know you don't like caramelized onions, I don't but mind. I it's added smoky. caramelized onions and pepper jelly, mm. and it's it's a burger that I will crave at all times, and it's just fantastic. And I remember I was talking to somebody about uncorked and because they used to tell me that it's where their office used to order from all the time, so they got tired of it. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know, I really love um, the burger there somebody was like why would you go to a place like Uncorked and get a burger why don't I go to like a fast food restaurant because it's just a burger and I was like that's not that's not the same like you have to understand say fine dining burger it's a gourmet burger I would not even consider Uncorked fine dining to be honest but it was a but burger that don't come from fast food restaurant different so much different and tastes so much realer like it's so real um personally I love a good burger. Yeah, I, me too. I, I do love a good I burger. I spend my life trying to find where has the best, which which version of it do yeah. I like more. TGI's Jack Daniels burger. I love Very TGI's good. Jack Daniels Very burger. I, I, with the sauce on the side, I love TGI's burger. Because I think that life is just better when I yeah. exist between yeah. two slices of bread. Mm. That is like the slogan of my true. life. Um, look out for my blog coming soon. Um, that is what it's called. <laughs> bread. <laughs> Well, I'm, I will explore the nuances and the greatness of what bread is. But yeah, I love a burger and people will not, never go to a restaurant like that and order a burger. Because they say, why would you order a burger off of a menu that I like, yeah, uncorked yeah. where they offer so many things? And I say that to 
support the argument that some people just go out for pasta because yeah. they love pasta just as much yeah. as I love burger. Look at Michael. That's Michael true. love pasta. No matter where we go, Michael wants to order the pasta because pasta is his life. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And we do understand that you cater to that crowd. You cater to the crowd that is safe. You cater to the crowd of Jamaicans who don't want to experience change and that there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And you also cater to a crowd who wants an experience yes, who can't yes. afford it. I was just going to say, when you think about Kingston restaurants, there is a good reason why I think a lot of Kingston restaurants do carry burgers and Alfredo. Mm -hmm. It's because Kingston is a weird mishmash of all socioeconomic backgrounds, Agreed. right? Um, when you think about it, you have one office filled with people who are not getting the same pay, but all work at the same place. They're all Order mingling together. So if you say, hey, Ashley, we're going to go get lunch today at Uncourt. Something at Uncourt for everybody. Exactly. There's something at Uncourt for everybody. There's something at TGI for, for everybody. everybody. There's something at terrace grill for everybody there's you know so i think i understand the want for more diversity but i don't think jamaica is ready for to, fully diverse for fully diverse mm -hmm. restaurant experience and we've we've done the indirect research think yeah. about it the fact that we were we went for brunch and we had a good menu and people did not like the fact that the menu changed so often yeah, yeah. and it's not that broken plates main menu changes often it's just the brunch menu that yeah. changes every week they offer something different on a saturday morning and there was a pushback mm. right we don't know if that's the majority view but we yeah. do know that it comes from certain people and, and we do know it exists and it exists and, it, and it's probably not uncommon right so you have to understand why is it that they want to play it safe but also to recognize that I would never get up and say Jamaican restaurants lack diversity. The fact that we have so many cultures intertwined in Kingston and St. Andrew alone, where I can get up and I can get Italian food, I can get Greek food, I can get Chinese food, I can get That's Japanese true. food, all in the same space that is a marketplace, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and I can yeah. get Mediterranean food. But to, to, to say that we lack diversity, I feel like it's such a false and problematic statement. I get the hand where it's like, lad, you feel like everywhere you go, no, it's, it's just Alfredo, Alfredo, Alfredo. Them can't change up the menu. But then when you really sit back and you think and you look deeper, when you, you peel back the layers of the onion that <laughs> is Alfredo, you realize Alfredo in Jamaica, there's so much more. There's so much more to why. And I feel like a lot of the things that we talk about, it comes back to a lot of... Um, or cultural discourses um, yeah. or social background or economic background and all the things that made that up and all the determining factors that go into people um, wanting to order um, what they do. And at the end of the day, if it's one thing we don't do on this podcast is bash what people like. Yeah! Like, yo, like, if you want pasta seven days a week, do you, you If you want your little pasta, do if you want your little do. Alfredo, go out and eat your Alfredo. One thing I will say though, and I will always encourage everyone to do, is to try it's different things. Yeah. And the reason why I will always encourage people to try new things is because you'll never know that you don't like it if you don't try it. And you'll never know never if you do it like it. Exactly. Never knock it till you try but it. But I... 
Eat your friend if you want. As I say, sometimes I get up Listen, and I look at Bradley and I say, Yo, Bradley, I really just want some Alfredo <laughs> for dinner this evening. And I will find And sometimes I wake up and I say, and I say to myself, Self, and I say, What? Dim some. Like, and I, and I have this craving every other day, right? So if I could, I would. So people just have that Alfredo yeah. need. And, and honestly, if you grew up all your life in Jamaica, all your life in one parish mm-hmm. and you were exposed to restaurants that catered to this only there is no surprise that you had a certain palate when you get to a certain age but not even that ashley and i remember when my mom had just moved to atlanta mm. and obviously you know she's a jamaican she don't know anybody you tend to you know everybody who in foreign know how it goes you tend to just gravitate towards the, the jamaicans, jamaicans because everybody's looking for community mm. and my mother at my house i don't know about anybody else because i never grew up in anybody else house but my house when i was growing up i never ate curry goat and oxtail on a sunday i never ate fried chicken on a sunday like Mm -hmm. that i for sunday dinner my mother always made it something different there was it was either pasta coconut fried chicken salmon ribs like shit my mother definitely tried a lot to introduce us to different foods at home i guess so we wouldn't be frightened when we got out mm-hmm. i think that was her what what she was trying to do and trying to expose us to different things because she didn't have that experience growing up she wanted us to experience different things and so when she was in foreign now talking to all of her other jamaican friends and stuff and she would tell them what she's cooking for us on a sunday is almost like them I say why where the oxtail where the curry goats when I come a foreign and and then I eat foreign food on a Sunday like things like that is why people always buy chicken alfredo because it's tradition it's tradition it's and they're just not really you like I am used to eating alfredo at home as you said in mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the beginning you're used to eating alfredo at home so why are you going to go out and buy alfredo what do you think about it a lot of people not that used to eating That's alfredo true. at home especially like growing up mm-hmm. i i obviously i had a different experience from you growing up um with my traditional country parents we used to always have like traditional jamaican sunday dinner on a sunday but i remember that there were times where we would make you know different versions of pasta mm-hmm. and daddy would try his hand at making sweet and sour chicken and and just like different different things like that but it come back to the same thing where we were exposed to a lot of these things at home so there was really actually no need for us to buy it when we go out you yeah, know yeah and we have to also recognize that not everyone was awarded with this privilege yeah no yeah and although it's minor we do have to acknowledge it as a privilege yeah because if we're supposed to go into the nuances about why jamaican people eat the way they do that's a whole other episode because there are so many factors affecting it and then it was not even one episode it's probably a whole yeah you and you know what's always boiled down to socioeconomic conditions and once we recognize that then it's easy for us to realize why do people order these things when they go out why do you save so much money and go out a week to go to a nice restaurant and then buy alfredo yeah so there you have it alfredo we love it we hate it it's on the menu out of necessity because 
we're trying to appeal to the widest audience possible and some people just love alfredo some people just love alfredo some people can't afford anything yeah. other than al alfredo and that is fine and because that's you know what fine. alfredo is never the only thing on a menu it's never it's the only thing on the menu <laughs> and that's a good thing yeah but you go anywhere you can always order skip the not page. alfredo skip the page skip the page skip the pasta page skip past the pasta page go page. up on the grill or go something go to the seafood page go to the buy some roast page. fish Got girl, to the, there are the so many things. Today. There are so the many fish things. Fish I had to. Mm. Girl, the oxtail tacos of me eat today. There was like, the one from. Remember that? That was what I was gonna order oh, that so night, and it was. Like, mm, then bring it back. Then bring it back. You. I'm probably gonna have to go. So, so good. Mm. So good. Alright, guys. So as usual, continue to be safe. Continue to mask up, sanitize, wash your hands, social distance, and don't knock it till you try it. Don't knock it till you try it. As always. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye.